Hello, this is a commercial word for Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, If you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, But if you do have a podcast, um, I'm sorry, and you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, It's easy, it's free, Uh, they distribute everything for you, they give you sponsorship, which apparently is just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship, but I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this, so worth it? Of course it is. Uh, Go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of The Rutledges. Hello. I just got in trouble from Gabe. So I'm not very good at starting the podcast, but I feel like I'm supposed to be like starting it like I'm inviting you to watch a special or something. And so who invites you to watch a special? I don't know. Like I'm opening a show like ladies and gentlemen tonight. Yeah, but you're not doing that. Yeah. You're not doing that. The Rutledges. That w- I would be fine with that. Your intros are someone told you to read a book report in front of a grade school classroom and you're a little nervous to do it. <laughs> this book was very, very, very good. If you want to know what, find out what happens, you have to read the book. Does that mean you didn't read the book? Usually, I actually, I usually did. The ending was a surprise twist that I also do not know yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hated book reports. Um, To this day, I have a really hard time. Um, Like, I'm in a book club right now. And I got the book, and then I'm just like, well, fuck. (laughs) I feel like I it's a school assignment. Like it may be a book I would totally read on my own, but I'm uh I've been enjoying uh audiobooks from the library cuz you don't know how to read yet. You know, Christy, the fact that you would joke about one of our more serious problems. Wait, what's it called that you can't read? I haven't read that far yet. Illiterate? Illiteracy. <laughs> oh. I'm just teasing you. And I am teasing you. All right. I've never really, uh, I've never really done, I still want to call them books on tape because I'm 140 years old. Rewind it! You want to know how old I am? I used used to um, listen to books on tape while I jogged. I put them in my Walkman. um, And I would, like, listen to the cassette tape while I jogged so that was I had a, um well I have tons of comedy recordings on cassette somewhere because I had a little thing that I would mm-hmm. like leave at the table I wouldn't mm-hmm. take it on stage but I'd leave it at the table I saw a very embarrassingly uh recorded was it Johnny's first heartbeat well the ones the first one we heard the first one we heard at the ultrasound and then I somehow hit play and so the doctor's just talking about stuff and then it's all of a sudden it's just like <laughs> her I voice again to throw something at you. all our memories in this way <laughs> um it's sort of but do you remember disc man 
I had a Discman. Oh, yeah, I got one later. But if you jogged in a Discman, it's just, it's just Skip City. Mm, also in your I car. Tried. There was a long time that even the CD player in a car would constantly skip mm-hmm. before they perfected that technology. Yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, all that. the time. They used to have not, I mean, not me, but like way old school, they would have like a, a phonograph in the trunk or whatever. You ever see those? No. I mean, that. there's no way that could have worked. My uncle had an eight-track tape player in his There was an eight-track in the 73 Nova that was my first car. When we first got it, there was an eight-track. Really? We, yeah, we took it out. Why? It's worldly. I don't, actually, maybe we didn't take it out. I remember it came with a couple of, uh, you had a couple eight tracks. Some of them you had to like flip over halfway through the song. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> like what a shit technology. Why was that? I don't know. Who was, the, I don't know. That was big eight track. They tried to get shit to take over. It didn't. Uh, Failed it, miserably. <laughs> there's some stuff I think that was like really good that we didn't stay with long enough. Like and what? I'm going to say iPod. Well, good news. We still have one in Olive's room. Well, I mean, I know the same technology is on your phone. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll use it. Because, but I just feel like, because I, uh, even when you, I don't know, I don't have a ton of space. Uh-huh. And so I liked the iPod just to have like all your music on there separately. Then what are you going to do? Plug that, you know, it's not going to work out. <laughs> but I feel like we had that for six months and it was the greatest thing ever. It wasn't, it was a long time. It just, we didn't get one for a long time. Well, I'm not at the forefront of technology. Johnny had the um, iPod Touch. We gave it to him for Christmas, and we have that picture of him with, like, his face totally lit up, and Macy was pouting for some reason, and it's the funniest picture. And, And I think we all gave him, like, iTunes gift cards and <laughs> he bought the weirdest thing lot of talking Tom that's one of those apps where like a weird thing like talked and yeah you could like write stuff and I don't know he just he bought a lot of shit excuse me I'm sorry after my off unrecorded lecture that I gave you before the podcast yeah yeah, but that was about not thumping the table and talking into the microphone because... and not acting like you were the biggest dick That's because right. you want you me to talk into the microphone. You act like I'm a dick because I don't want you to, <clears throat> I don't want you to like thump around and like talk to the back wall instead of the microphone and you just roll your eyes like I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm like, we're recording for people to hear it. And you're like, oh, there goes Gabe again with his ridiculous rules. Because I feel like they should get a real experience. If they really want to know what the Rutledges are like, it's going to me mean me fucking with shit on the table, making noise. That's why when bands put out an album, they put all 48 takes of every song. (laughs) Should. If it was your band, there would be 248 <laughs> takes of every song. Um, if Journey did that, it would be called the Journey to Journey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a wheel in the sky one more time, fellas. 
I still always remember there are two things that I remember. I mean, I remember lots of stuff. I, um, I watched, wait, did you call John? Were you supposed to call John tonight? I forgot, but why are we talking about it? I don't know. It just came to my mind. Do you want me to call mind. him now? Yes. On the pod. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Uh, okay. I, um. <laughs> Is it garbage night? <laughs> no, that was Tuesday. <laughs> I did take the garbage out. Thanks for noticing. And I brought it back in. Anyway. <laughs> you know, I was all out of blue ribbons. Otherwise, I would have given you one. Could you go and buy me? Okay, you know, that is true. When I accomplish something around the house, like, I want a parade to happen. Like, I want to be like, everybody, could everybody please just stop and give me a little bit of an award for, I just unloaded the dishwasher. <laughs> like, an adulting award, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, okay, back to my, what I was going to say. <laughs> I just want them to get a real feel of the religious. They're fucking getting it now. <laughs> All right. Um, I, there was like a week where um, at some point during the week, you like, you were delivering pizza. We were like probably 20. That does sound like me. And we, um... I think John was staying with us, and the people weren't home. You know, not everyone knows John. John is our childhood friend, John. Um, now they now they do. Anyway, John was in Gabe's band with him, and he shit on his shirt at our wedding. <laughs> That's probably enough information. That's everything they need to know. Okay. Anyway. You... Like, if they, they couldn't deliver, you couldn't deliver the pizza like the people weren't there or something. And so somebody figured that out. Like, you were calling from a payphone. And so some guy offered you a bag of weed mm -hmm. in exchange for the pizza. And so you gave it to him. Mm -hmm. And then... um isn't that funny? Like such different times. If some rando just like offered you a bag of weed, you would never take it because it'd be like, God knows what's in it, you know, but we Probably. were much more trusting in the nineties. <laughs> well, it was also not legal. True. It's not like I could go to the store. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we, Our, one of our friends came over and we all smoked pot and we watched that movie Falling Down. <laughs> Worst movie ever. And, and It's actually about a man who has been so driven down by life that he snaps. So for some reason, I enjoy it. Um, I've only seen it high and it's so boring. That's not a good high movie. And, and remember, our friend kept talking about how this guy looked like Lou Grant or maybe he was... Was that the guy from Lou Grant? And so I couldn't, I couldn't focus because is it 
Kurt Douglas who's in it, and I, yeah, I kept saying, "No, he doesn't look like Lou Grant. What the hell are you talking about?" And like the whole time, that was night one. Night two. Have we gone to the two things you remember yet? <laughs> yeah, that was number. That one. That was number one. Oh. <laughs> Good news, everyone. We're halfway home. <laughs> number two. <laughs> We watched Metallica's A Year and a Half in the Life. Well, hi. I mean, it was like real time. <laughs> like, it was so long. And that made me think of when you were saying if the band, if if bands put in all their takes, like it would be the journey to journeys. And I feel like we caught that from watching Metallica, you're in the half in the life. Hi. Yeah, they. I actually. That was interesting. I'm not like a huge Metallica fan. I don't mind them, but um, <laughs> actually, there's some sort of Metallica movie that's playing at the drive-in, and Olive wanted Olive wanted to go to the drive-in movie, and oh, yeah. and she said, uh, I said, well, right now they're Metallica's playing. She's like, I don't want to go to that. I was like, either do I. And she's like, everyone there will have mullets. Like, who taught you that? It's true, but who taught you that? But there's, I mean, we saw somebody when we were leaving Olive's soccer practice today, we saw somebody with a mullet. I think they're kind of ironically back. I, I mean, think about what a also, sweet mullet you could have. I've done my time. You're long. <laughs> I could give you a perm. <laughs> I, no, these are all terrible Wait, ideas. Do you want me to give you a perm even without a mullet? It'll really bring out the body in your hair. <laughs> I don't want to do anything that'll bring out my body. No, your hair. Um, I was saying something. I thought you were done with your two things. I think there's more than two things you remember. Um... That when we watched that year and a half, it was literally like they would do all these recordings, and then the drummer Lars Ulrich, he would be, he would listen for like his favorite fills that he'd done, mm -hmm. and like write it down, like maybe that's a good one. It was so patched together, I couldn't believe how like un spontaneous the whole thing was. It was so, uh, but I actually like we watched that one over and over again, but. The next Metallica documentary is called Some Kind of Monster, and that <laughs> one is fucking great because that one they go to counseling, and so you know that Lars, how do you? The, yeah, the the singer James Hetfield, and then you know the drummer Lars, they would be in they would be in band counseling, and 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 you know <laughs> Lars would be like James, uh, when you say to me that you don't have time to listen to my song idea. That makes me feel like I'm not a valued member of Metallica. <laughs> and like, I hear you, Lars. And when I'm like, this is the most pussy shit I've ever seen in my life. And this is supposed to be Metallica. Like I've I've I go to counseling. I'm not against it, but I'm not you know what I mean? It's like to go from that to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um Imagine if Bunnyfoot Charm would have gone to therapy. I think the therapist would have quit. <laughs> but that's another funny thing that happened is the the Metallica counselor, he got 
so involved, he decided he should go on tour with him, and they had to fire him. He was like, I think the only way to make this work is if I go on tour with you guys. And they're like, no. (laughs) It's hilarious. He got, like, way too involved and, like... I mean, I guess kudos to them for, like, showing the whole process, but it was just like, what the fuck is happening? It's too much. Like, it's too much. We want the old way where we just thought rock stars were living we, the dream. We know you guys have a lot of feelings. That's why you make screamy music. We don't need to hear the journey of, like, your parents' divorce or whatever the fuck is going on. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> We didn't make it to that one. I just remember, because that year and a half in the life, it's like, what, two videotapes? And so I just remember being like, I can't take any more of this. It's so long. It was Inner Sandman like 48 times. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Lars, like his giant forehead. and <laughs> When you say, I have a giant forehead, that makes me feel like you... Don't respect me as a drummer. <laughs> no, I don't care about you as a drummer. Your forehead is huge. <laughs> it's a 12 head. <laughs> well, I think he's like kind of bald. I know, but at the time he wasn't just being bald. He was trying to do something. <laughs> well, yesterday's 12 heads, today's bald. I don't know if you know how it works, but it's a, it's a journey within the journey. <laughs> You can't just go up to someone in their 30s with thinning hair and be like, grow some hair, idiot. (laughs) You're going to get bald if you're not careful. (laughs) They're like, I'm aware. I think you should shave it then, is what I mean. I know, but that's problematic for white guys. Some white guys got a real nice shaved head. Some of them do not. No, it's like, I don't think I would look good with a shaved head because I have a real big fucking head. (laughs) I think you would look, um... You would look like a skinhead, I think, like one of the, like... Yeah. As one of my favorite... Well, that's it. Just don't go bald. One of my favorite conversations with someone who worked at a club in Reno mm-hmm. that I worked at. Somewhere we were talking about weight loss, and she goes, don't lose too much weight. Your head's way too big. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's some uh, real tough love from a waitress I just met. Oh, I can't lose weight. <laughs> my head is too big. I would love to slam down. <laughs> But I've been told by a medical professional I shouldn't. Just aesthetically, I'll topple over. I'll look like a balloon with a couple of strings hanging down. Do you think secretly that's why you often draw pictures of yourself with a big giant head? Until you said head, I was like, you saw those? And a stick figure body. Interesting. You know, (laughs) when you say that I have a stick figure body, that makes me feel like you don't value me as an artist. (laughs) No, I said you draw them that way. I think I just can't draw bodies. (laughs) No, I don't value you as an artist. (laughs) Me either. I I used to make my little tour schedules with... I'll draw a picture of me and like my dates. And everyone kept commenting, that's so funny your kids do these for you. And I'm like, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> so what if I draw to third grade level? I liked your tour schedules. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you read my book six years from now, every month 
I drew a little picture with my tour schedule on it nice. in the book. Um, um, I saw some of your drawings today when I um I cleaned out a closet and I was looking through. There was like a composition book and I like open it up and I'm looking through it because I'm like, are there any pictures? Is there anything in it? And then I came to like four signatures from you and then a picture of a worm with a bow tie. (laughs) That does sound like me. (laughs) Uh, I was going to say one thing I said wrong last week. I know you didn't weren't on the podcast last week. I wasn't. Um, but, uh, God, I hate talking. You know what I mean? It's like, you know the problem with talking? It's all first draft. <laughs> you, you can't you can't like go back and be like, I didn't say that in the right way. Here, I'm going to... Anyway, Casey and I were talking about whether or not comedy is important. Because mm-hmm. I have some conflicting views on that. I, I think it is, but I think it isn't. But I was saying that... Um, I feel like I've learned about the black experience a little bit from stand-up comedy. Yeah. And I was mentioning a Chris Rock bit, but I, I forgot to say a very important part of the Chris Rock bit. This is not the funny part of it, but it's like, okay, the bit was Chris Rock's neighborhood. Yes. He lives there. Yes. Denzel Washington lives there. And their neighbor is a dentist. And I forgot to say he's white, meaning... The bit is like saying, to get to that level of neighborhood, you have to be Chris Rock, Denzel Washington. You couldn't be at the more top of the profession than Chris Rock and Denzel Washington. And their neighbor is just some fucking white dentist. (laughs) He's not like the greatest dentist in the world. But I didn't say he was white, so I just said their neighbor was a dentist. (laughs) Which makes no... Anyway, that bothered me when I listened back, but... um, I bet people noticed I wasn't on the podcast last week. Yeah, let me just check real quick if I got any... Nope, no messages at all. I got a lot. That you said yourself? (laughs) I thought you were doing your side podcast called I Remember Two Things. (laughs) (laughs) I could never do my own podcast. Some episodes would be like four hours long of me rambling on about something and then some would be like 20 minutes and then i forget to record a couple of them and then i come back like i'm so sorry i forgot i had a podcast um i was at my sister's uh with the kids we went up there and keep talking i'm gonna get another michelob ultra could you refill my water please absolutely thank you um, it's hard to talk when you're over there. Nobody can hear you. Thank you. Um, Gabe is opening the refrigerator. He pulled out a beer. He is coming back. He is sitting in his chair. He's pulling his chair up. He's glaring why, at me. Why are you doing this? <laughs> now he's asking why I'm doing this. Jesus Christ. Does your sister still have a free bed? <laughs> no. I had to sleep on the couch for a few nights. Um I'm fucking old for that. Yes. I thought I was going to die. Then, 
my uh, brother-in-law, he slept on a futon in his office. Um, he didn't want to clean out his office enough for me to be able to sleep in it. Um, and I slept in bed with my sister and her dog. Well, it's two dogs, but one of them slept with her, like on her side. Um, but their little dog, Pedro, he slept on my side and he like sleeps under the covers. Uh, but sometimes <laughs> I rolled over and he had his head on the pillow with me. And so like I roll over and I'm like face to face with the dog. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, hello there. <laughs> so the dentist, he's not even like a famous dentist. But he gets to live in the same neighborhood as these other wildly successful black men. Do you see? I didn't turn off my phone. Gabe, when we're doing a podcast, could you please take it serious and um, turn silence your cell phone? Because when you don't silence your cell phone when we're doing a podcast, I feel like you don't value our <laughs> listeners' time. <laughs> Say your prayers, little one. Don't forget to include. Wait, how does it? Don't forget. Uh, what's that? Uh, a parody? Say your prayers, everyone. I don't think we have time for you to work this. Sleep up. with one eye. That was the night I, was, I always remember that one night that we were with a bunch of our friends and I got high. <laughs> and. We were watching TV, and I was really high, and that. that video was on, and I sang the whole song. I didn't even know I knew all the words. Just a verse, like, a, like two measures ahead of them. So mm. I sang, and then it was a, it was a round. Yeah. Row, row, row your boat. Row, 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 row your boat. <laughs> Say your prayers, little one. Say your prayers, little one. Yeah. Everyone, I tuck you in, safe from sin. Anyway, um, so I stayed at my sister's with the kids, and um, uh, I was not on the podcast. Um, my sister and I, we kept saying, "What's wrong with you?" There's flies flying around. Oh. Um, we kept saying that it was cousin camp. Um, my sister, she has um, the tendency to go a bit above and beyond. And, like, I kept <laughs> joking with her that, like, we were going to have a campfire and skits and a talent show. Um, she She plays the piano and the guitar. Excuse me. And she ordered songbooks, like campfire songs from, I don't know. I mean, they were very weird. And that was where it had the, the song that I sent you a video of us singing. And, but, um, so one of them was like primarily like, Christian campfire songs mm -hmm. and this song it was called keep your lamps trimmed and burning I mean that's just good advice I, 
I'm like, keep your lamps trimmed and burning. What does it mean to trim a lamp? I don't know, but it sounds like... Is it like trim like... a tree? You call it trim a tree to put lights up, right? But these are campfire songs. I I mean, it sounds like that's like advice for how to maintain your pubic region. That's <laughs> uh, trim your flanks. <laughs> so the words are like... Well, mother, don't you oh, stop bring her praying. Into this. Father, keep right on praying. Don't you stop praying for this old world is almost done. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. Say that a few times. For this old world is almost done. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. <laughs> keep your lamps trimmed and burning. But here's the other thing. It says... Song by Hot Tuna. It's like, I don't even know what to say to that. But keep your lamps trimmed and burning. I <laughs> I don't really know what that means. Um, but I, I'm just from the context clues. You have to keep them trimmed to keep them burning. Now, if know. this is a metaphor for pubic hair, <laughs> I want to talk about the burning because I think you need to get something checked out. <laughs> well, I was thinking burning like, you know how like if you burn the ends of a rope, like it it stops them from fraying. That's what I was thinking. How many pubes do you have that you need to stop <laughs> them from fraying? I don't mean to be rude, but is your crotch burnt? Yes, but not frayed. Okay. It says, In the days when light came from burning oil in lamps, a vessel at sea needed crewmen to constantly care for the lamps. This care involved trimming the wick, which drew the oil up from the storage reservoir, so that the flame would be clean and bright. A poorly trimmed wick creates oh. a flame that is dim and smoky. Same with pubic hair. <laughs> a poorly trimmed wick makes the wick seem short. If you trim, the wick seems longer. Right? It's <laughs> making penises look bigger. <laughs> it gets lonely out on the ship. You gotta trim wicks all night. Well, yeah, because you're gonna like come to port and you want to try and like get a nice lady. <laughs> so therefore, keep your lamps trimmed and burning. <laughs> um, <laughs> you that's an old response. ass song. Well, I don't know. I mean, tons of the stuff that I sang growing up in church makes no goddamn. I shouldn't say that about church songs. It makes no GD sense. <laughs> uh, because it's like all antiquated terms that don't even, you know. So is the Bible. You don't even know what it means. Be a lot of the stuff they say. What? I had to burp. <laughs> you know, Gabe, this is a podcast. I wanted them to get a true sense of who we are. They, you did not. I did. <laughs> This is a podcast our listeners deserve more than hearing you burp. I don't think they do. Why not? I don't know. 
they're not going to want to revel in you ever again with that attitude. That's right. We're down to making faces at each other. <laughs> you just made a face on our podcast. It's just for you. <laughs> let you know how ugly I could be. <laughs> it can be way uglier. Look at this. Well, mission accomplished. <laughs> do you want to see it do, again? Do you, remember, do you remember when you decided that during sex you should have the world's ugliest face just to see if I could do it? Could you do it? Oh, the wick was not lit that night. <laughs> it was not trimmed. It was not burning. It was a limp wick. No, I think I did it. You didn't do it for that long. You were so mad at me. (laughs) Well, it's an ugly face. Also, not to be weird, but it looks a little... Like, you look a little touched when when you have that face. Yeah, by an angel. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yes, by an angel. How did that... Did you ever watch Touched by an Angel? (laughs) How did that... That was a successful show, but how did that title ever make it through? Because <laughs> it was the 80s? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like... And stay tuned after for an all-new Touched by Your Uncle. Like, oh, there's a whole theme on CBS. <laughs> this really is family programming. I never watched it. It was like, probably, doesn't it seem like it would have been on right after... Um, Oh, what's that show? Highway to Heaven? There was not a show called Highway to Heaven. Yes, there was. No, Michael there Landon was on it. Oh. That was way long before Touched by an Angel. I don't think so. I thought I thought you were talking about there was a show where the dad was a preacher and then he ended up being a pedophile in real oh, life. Oh, that was Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven. Okay. Highway to Heaven was on from nineteen eighty four to nineteen eighty nine. I think Touched by an Angel is 90s. And if I'm right... Oh, man. 94 to 2003? God, you're stupid. I'm so right. I'm kidding. Fuck you. (laughs) I never watched it, but I was right about the 90s. Uh, I never watched Highway to Heaven. Um, I watched one episode. There was a gymnast in it. Did they get to heaven? No, because he didn't die. It was just about something hard in I have, his life. I have bad news for you about Michael Landon. <laughs> <laughs> his hair wasn't real? He is dead now. Oh, Was his hair real? I don't know. Oh. He had a bit of a mullet, didn't he? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I shouldn't admit this, being a woman who was born in the era that I was, but I will. I did not like Little House on the Prairie. I thought it was stupid. <coughs> I only watched it a few times. That was in my non-TV days. But uh, I would agree with you. But don't, don't you feel like there was eight shows on back then? You just had to pick one to watch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean that hair. Oof. <laughs> he could trim the wick. Do you know what I mean? It's like... I mean... <laughs> I don't even, it's not a mullet. I don't know what it is, but you know what? My friend. I'm going to 
Okay, if you're bald on top and you have long hair in the back, it's called a skullet. I don't even know what that is. I'm going to call that a curlet. <laughs> that sounds like turlet. <laughs> um, my friend's hair was like, it was all grown out and fluffy. And she's like, man, I need a haircut. I'm starting to look like Michael Landon. And now that I look at this, I'm like, she is not wrong. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I know. We got to stop looking at pictures, honey. Well, I don't know why not. Um, hey, what are you doing? I wanted to see if his hair was real. And? His hair was naturally gray. He's, he dyed it for Little House on the Prairie. That's about all I learned in the seconds. It's not much of a scandal. But Did you, you hear? <laughs> Remember what a scandal it was when Andre Agassi took off his wig? <laughs> he didn't take off his wig. Well, he announced that it wasn't real. Well, that was years later in a book. Oh, yeah. But he, he would wear a hat that had, like, hair glued to it and shit. Not glued to it, but... But he, like... I wonder, was his hair ever long? Maybe in the beginning. But he, I mean, he said in the book that he would be like, you know, in the finals in Wimbledon and shit, and he would feel like his wig slipping and be freaking out. <laughs> like, that's just too much pressure, man. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been amazing if his wig came off? Yeah. Remember he used to wear he used to wear jorts. He'd wear like denim shorts. It was like Really? Yeah. I don't remember much was, about him. He was him. supposed to be like rebellious. <clears throat> yeah, he wore a wig. <laughs> there's a lot of pressure on men hair too. I know. Especially there's like marketing pressure. It was like his image of yeah. like, you know, he was selling Reeboks or whatever the fuck he was doing. <laughs> For those Reeboks you could pump up. Do I? I, I thought could, they I, looked so cool. I could dunk with those sons of bitches. Really? <laughs> no, but I, I definitely remember buying new shoes and thinking I was faster. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am uh, I'm taping a dry bar comedy special. Uh-huh. September 25th. Yeah. Um, which... Uh, I guess if you listen to my old podcast, what was it called? Happiness Isn't Funny with Gabriel Rutledge? Yeah. Um, I kind of documented that journey, but like I've, I turned it down a couple times. Yeah. The, because it's a, it's a Mormon company mm-hmm. and they, uh, the first time it got pitched to me, I was just. You know, the company was like, it's called VidAngel, which is not pornography, <laughs> believe it or not. Touched by a VidAngel is a whole different category. <laughs> uh, and they were being sued by, I think, Disney or maybe some other studios because they would take movies and edit the DVDs to rent to Mormon families and they would take like all the naughty bits out or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know, Forrest Gump without the strip club scene or whatever. You know what I mean? Just like, but without permission. Yeah. So there's like this big lawsuit. And I just thought, you know, probably because I also sold an album to someone who was going to put it in Flying J truck stops. Mm -hmm. And it ended up being really embarrassing and called domesticated party animal and i regretted it yeah so i'm like i'm not saying yes to everything anymore <laughs> so i said no just the idea of like finally comedy mormons can enjoy i was like no that's not mm-hmm. so i said no and then the specials came out started coming out and they look really good like they're totally as good as netflix or whatever mm-hmm. and i saw people getting views which I was jealous of, like especially on Facebook, they get like millions of views. Mm-hmm. But I still thought, like, okay, even if that happens, those people, if if I got known for like dry bar comedy and they came to see me at a comedy club, not that I'm filthy, but I'm still not going to be like squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's not. I don't want that anyway. So I said no again. And then I started talking to people who are some of the higher viewed people and they told me how much money they're making with yeah. the advertising. And I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> or as I would say on dry bar, I'm a friggin' idiot. Uh, and so I was going to do it in March. And the world shut down. So I'm, unfortunately I'm doing the first one back on September 25th. It's not like you can watch it. It'll, who knows when it'll come out. <clears throat> but I'm a little bummed because it's like socially distanced. Obviously, there's like rules in order yeah. to do it. But it's like, what? who wants to tape a special when the crowd's half full? Yeah. I mean, I've taped most of my albums that way, but not, <laughs> not a special. <laughs> so I don't know what it'll look like. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. a little... Uh, bugs everywhere but um i didn't have any shows all of september until the 25th and i was kind of freaking out because you know i don't want to roll in and tape something that's gonna be probably (laughs) the most views of anything i've ever done but i haven't done comedy in three or four weeks it sounds like a terrible idea yeah and so i uh on facebook i just said i i want to do if you live in the Northwest, I want to do a comedy show in your backyard. <laughs> and uh, in the next three weeks, and I got like nine of them. <laughs> it was like, uh, it was like uh, the end of it. It's, it's a wonderful life where everyone's like, <laughs> everyone's like, come to my house. Uh, so I have lots of comedy shows. Isn't that crazy? Uh, it is crazy. Um, the only problem is everyone wants me to like Everyone who who wants me to come to their house, I'm getting these messages like, you should come early and eat and hang out afterwards and have drinks. And I'm like, "Uh, I'm not ready for that. You know what I mean? I don't. Right. I'll come with a mask and perform and then leave. Not immediately, but like, I don't, I don't know. It still feels weird to like, like they shouldn't want to talk to me. I know. I'm the one who's traveling everywhere coming into their house. Yeah. Or backyard. You know what I mean? It's like. So I feel a little weird about that, where it's like this, it's just kind of a, I almost feel a social obligation yeah. that I'm not quite comfortable with in these current circumstances. Definitely. Um, People keep inviting you. I'm like, do you I, think my wife wants to see me do comedy in your backyard? She doesn't. <laughs> um, I, I, Whenever they say dry bar, mm-hmm. I just like picture the set of like a bar and like you like 
mopping up, like like cleaning the bar with like a bar rag and like doing comedy. <laughs> well, you know what? I fucking hope not. It's dry bar because it's a bar where you can't drink. I know. But I am taking it literal. <laughs> that does sound like something you would do. Uh, <clears throat> it's fine. Hopefully it'll work out. At least I'll have some shows to do. They're only, obviously, I, you know, I have to be really clean, but they're, it's only a 25-minute set that I have to do twice. And You know, I think I probably missed the... Maybe not. I missed the sweet spot of, like, you know, good... I'm sorry. When you hit your microphone, after An angel we... dies. <laughs> Every time a bell rings, that means an angel had a heart attack. <laughs> Every time I hit my microphone, an angel had a heart attack. Is that what it is? Um, or sorry. for me, every time a bell rings, it means I booked another backyard barbecue comedy show. <laughs> I think it actually could be really good because there hasn't been a lot of new stuff coming out. But it won't be that new. I mean, they usually don't. It's not like I'm going to tape it September 25th and it's going to come out October 3rd. No, I know. But in the world, new performances haven't really been coming out. Yeah, so yeah that's true. It might be. I just mean that, you know, especially YouTube and Facebook algorithms are always changing. Mm -hmm. Like the view. And I, I feel like maybe they're not getting the views they used to. But I don't know. I just... uh I have such bad timing off stage. I really, <laughs> I really never really make the right call. I could have been early. I could have been one of the early. Yeah, they asked you to do one of the first rounds, huh? Yeah, but I. But again, it's just like what? Right. It's for Mormons. <laughs> well, not just. And that they were the the money talk was like there's going to be an app, and you get a certain back end thing if you get enough things on this app and i'm like well that's never gonna happen i mean there is money up front too but it's like it just didn't sound <laughs> but i i mean i'll just say i talked to a guy two years ago mm -hmm. he told me he made 10 grand a quarter that's nuts. i believe there's a four to six quarters in a year four <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean four to six <laughs> now i'm starting to understand why you turned it down <laughs> i mean I almost hope he was lying because I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like <laughs> most of my years in comedy, I didn't make 10 grand a quarter. <laughs> I mean, I have, well, until this year, but like, you know what I mean? I was just like, oh shit, I don't care if people come to the show and think I'm going to be clean. Mm -hmm. If I have, if I just recently cashed a 10 grand check, who cares? Yeah. So, um, we'll see. Should be fun. And these backyard shows, some of them will be fun. Some of them won't be, but at least I'm doing comedy. And I'm not coming to any of them. Just... I thought you had to come to all nine of them. No. That sounds so awkward. I'm not going to lie. I like watching you perform. Um, <clears throat> I hate going to your things. Because... So I either end up talking to like... <clears throat> somebody who runs or manages the club who treats me like I'm your parent and they're like 
oh, Gabriel is just so wonderful. We just love him. We're so proud of him. And I'm like, you don't need to do that to me. Um, or some comic who it's like they're trying to like put in an extra word like for themselves like by kissing my ass too like oh I just think Gabriel is the greatest and it, I have learned so much from him he has been so influential on in my career and it's just like okay this is awkward sure or <clears throat> um I end up with like other fans or like um I mean this has happened with friends even like everything you say they're looking at me like huh huh I, 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 that was about you wasn't it that one was oh there's Johnny I recognize Johnny and it's just <laughs> the one like where he said my wife yes that was about I just me. am like just fucking watch the show don't look at me you're not doing that to me with the other comics, okay? We're not sharing an inside joke here. It just makes me so uncomfortable because there's a response expected of me, and sure. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and so I'm just, like, so uncomfortable and awkward, and I just, I can't do it. So I I just don't. I don't like yeah, to go with, with eight other people in a backyard, <laughs> right? Yeah. <clears throat> and um, but I do yeah. want to say, people are saying those things. They're being nice. Oh, it's I not know. Like they're, they're being super nice. They're like, you know, bring your wife, make a night of it. Or I'm not mad at them. Like, yeah, they're totally nice. It's just so uncomfortable. But also, like, why would you want to go hang out with eight strangers? You know, while I'll t why I tell some jokes about you for crying out loud right you know what i mean but anyway uh we'll see i actually have um <laughs> thanks to, uh, by the way why why was i not i mean summer traditionally is the absolute worst time to do stand-up comedy mm -hmm. there's been not in the last five years but i mean historically i mean I know you We've should had be doing terrible, terrible money troubles in in the summer. Right, because stand up comedy slows down in the summer, and I'm like, why the hell was I not doing this? Don't know. I booked nine shows in four hours. <laughs> um, can we talk about the real MVP of this little? I want to talk about the real MVT, <laughs> most <laughs> valuable terrarium <laughs> of this backyard gig. Can we? I don't think I have a choice. My karaoke machine. I was made fun of for getting a karaoke machine. I have been asked to be quiet while I'm singing on it. I have been had That's eyes rolled in at your, me. In, <laughs> that has nothing to do with the machine. That's yeah. your singing. <laughs> Don't blame the amplifier. There has not been love for my karaoke machine until now when it can help you. Sometimes when God closes a door, he throws a karaoke machine through the window. <laughs> and then you pick it up 
and it has wheels and you drag it to a backyard and, then and you, you say, sure to... no, my wife couldn't come, but she sends her regards. <laughs> and let me turn off both of the disco ball lights. I have to do that, have to do that before I start the show. I have to turn off this flashing lights. <laughs> well, because it's not that much of a party. <laughs> and there's no way to like, uh, there's no, there's no way to like, you ha- it comes on automatically. Yes. It's so, like, there's no way to like not have that happen it's just like, it just it doesn't make a sound but as soon as you plug it in it sounds like it should go like there's this like flashing like well this is gonna be an interactive no, show that's the noise that you're supposed to make while mm. singing karaoke that's a good point uh no it's actually crazy though because i was testing it in our backyard it's like real loud <laughs> i know i could make i could sing very loud I sh- we should do karaoke in the backyard. Can you imagine what a treat that would be for our entire neighborhood and I'm, all the I'm, ones I'm, around I'm us? Kind of, I'm busy with the machine. Maybe we need a sign-up sheet for the machine now. <laughs> well, it was I bought it for myself as a birthday present, so I have first rights. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna make. So I'm gonna need it. What do you want a cut of the money I make? You get that anyway. No. I- gonna need my machine on friday i've realized if this goes the way i think it's gonna go we're gonna need a lot of machines because <laughs> <Why? laughs> i'm gonna be renting them out it's gonna be people picking them up i'm yeah. gonna need a shed full of machines if well good thing you've already built the shed um if this goes the way that i think it's gonna go our whole neighborhood the whole southeast of olympia could be in for a treat with me singing in the backyard. What? Usually to like want to share a gift, it's supposed to be a good gift. It's, you you I'm just sorry. want to share. You have a dollar store voice. To give and than you want to, to wrap it up like it it's not. Better to give than to receive. I would agree. It's better, probably better to sing than listen to you sing. Is that what you mean? Because <laughs> I've been receiving it. It ain't good. It ain't good at all. I have a dollar store voice that I've wrapped in a Tiffany's box. I know. <laughs> and you're just like, here you go, world. And I can sing. Hi. <laughs> Actually, I sing better much lower than I do higher. That's another thing about the karaoke machine is you have to turn down the reverb knob otherwise you're like hello 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 (laughs) i mean it's good when you're you know trying to hit the high notes but like (laughs) when you're telling jokes and you're like how's everybody doing 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 (laughs) um all right i think we made our point um if you'd like to be a rutledge reveler uh and give us money hmm, questionable but i'm not gonna talk you out of it um, Maybe can, we'll use it to buy another karaoke machine. <laughs> uh, eventually, I'm going to have a karaoke machine comedy empire. <laughs> it's actually crazy to see what places that are allowed to be open. Like mm-hmm. It's just like they put up a tent in the parking lot because you can do outdoors but not indoors. I know. And like people are doing shows on the back of truck beds. Central Park, there's people... In New York, people with TV credits you wouldn't believe, people with Netflix specials, people with every late night Conan, whatever, every single thing, people who have had sitcoms are in a park 
yeah. in front of 30 people. I know. Because that's the only place to do it. But it's also like, it's kind of cool. I mean, it sucks, but it's it's kind of cool just to see like the scramble and see what people will do. And there was, I feel like there was a Zoom boom. And that's done. I it's think. still kind of struggling along. I, I think... I think, in the, like I said, I don't. I think the Zoom corporate's gonna even if when things come somewhat come back to normal. Mm-hmm. God, I hope that happens. Uh, I think the Zoom corporate will stick around. I still think there's gonna be people who, because I think one of the fallouts is like, yeah, we don't need to travel as much, or right. Know. And so I think I think that'll still be around, just way less. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe outdoor comedy will be around. Maybe that'll be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I booked up my whole month. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if you'd like to uh, uh, support our podcast in the podcast notes, it says, uh, I think it says support this podcast. And it's uh, as little as 99 cents a month. And uh, you get the satisfaction of having paid for it you just listened to, <laughs> whether you liked it or not. Um, I think that's it. I don't have any plugs unless I'm going to your backyard. Also, one of them is so close to our house. I almost want to just walk down the street with the. Do you want to borrow my bike? karaoke machine on rollers? <laughs> it's point four miles from our. Oh, house. I know, I know where uh, it is. I want to see you do that. I want to take a picture of you. I'm off to find fame yeah, and fortune. Wouldn't that be a funny picture? You like carrying like. <laughs> Wheeling the karaoke machine and like talking into a mic <laughs> and like me take a picture of you across the street like you're performing as you're walking well, down the, the street. The funny thing is about these shows is it's like even places that are like um it's going to be all adults so don't even worry about it. Uh-huh. It's like well your neighbors are going to hear it. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? It's not like it's an enclosed <laughs> outdoor space. So it's True. just someone in your you know I don't think your neighbors want some lunatic screaming about their dick in your backyard <laughs> uh anyway thanks for being here and remember you can't unlisten We're the Rutledges. Rutledges. We're the Rutledges. Rutledges. We're the Rutledges. We've got a podcast.